case your biggest fear actually happens to you, guess what? It's not as bad as you think it's going to be. It's not as difficult as you think it's going to be. It's not as painful as you think it's going to be. And it is going to be the springboard for so many great freaking things, new ways of being, new identities, new muscles, new everything in your life that you aren't going to know what to do if you didn't have that down moment. You're not going to know where you would have been if your biggest fear didn't happen. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something really personal, and that is what happens when your worst fears come true. And the reason I want to talk about this is there's so much damn negativity out there. There's so much fear out there right now. There's so many bad headlines out there. And I promised you what a couple of weeks ago, I promised you that I was going to be the light, that I would be the headlamps to light up your way, the lighthouse that you can find in the dark if you need to. I promised you that I will play that role through this entire economy, no matter what's coming up, because I've already been there, done that, and on the other side of things. And the punchline, before I start to really unpack this for you, the punchline is this. When you're afraid that your biggest fear, what would happen if this actually happened? What would happen if this actually came true? When you're afraid of those things, it paralyzes you. And when it actually happens to you, it frees you. Hell, it empowers you. And so the punchline is, if right now you have fear around your finances, if you have fear around your business, if you have fear around the economy, if you have fear around anything, whatever the worst case scenario is that you can dream up, it's probably not going to happen to you. But if it did, it's not going to be near as bad as what you think. And I mean, not even near as bad as what you think. Now, some of you heard the story before, but not all of you. I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about from experience. You see, Back when I was in banking, when the last recession hit in 08, 09, I was working for the world's largest bank. And I'll tell you, I was the fastest rising executive at the world's largest bank. Promotion after promotion, year after year, get a promotion, move to a new city, get a promotion, move to a new city. I couldn't do anything wrong there. We're crushing it. But what happens when you work as an executive in a bank during the biggest banking recession we had in history? Well, you end up losing your job. And after spending a year of flying around, closing down branches and telling other people they were losing their job, which was the worst year of my life, it happened to me. They called me in and my worst fear happened to me. My boss and my boss's boss said, Chris, obviously you know why you're in here today. We've got two choices for you. You can take a severance package and and we'll lay you off today. Or you can have a demotion of a demotion of a demotion of a demotion and go run a branch in Jersey. I lived in Minneapolis at the time. 
And nothing against Jersey, but I wasn't going to take for a 4X demotion and go move and, and, and run a branch in Jersey to wait this thing out. And so I said, give me the severance. Now, this was my biggest fear because I was the only main breadwinner in the family, period. And on top of that, we hadn't taken care of our finances. So it's not like we had a bunch of money saved or a big runway. We were underwater significantly. So the fear was, oh my God, what if something happened to my income? We'd be screwed. Well, it came true and we were screwed. And on top of that, my biggest fear was I never graduated college. I somehow got lucky, started kicking butt at this bank. And because they loved me so much, they would send me to little college classes here, little college certifications there, and they'd keep giving me promotions. So my biggest second fear was, holy crap, if I don't work here, I'm screwed because I don't have an education. I'm never going to be successful anywhere else. So when I say my biggest fear came true on that day, it really came true on that day. And I went home. And when you've got those big fears, you picture, you know, how's this going to play out? What would happen? Well, I had to go home and I had to tell Lori, hey, babe, guess what? I lost my job today. On top of that, we've been living beyond our means. And on top of that, we're going to have to sell this great big house that we just built. Sell all the cars, except for one that was so far upside down, it didn't make sense to get rid of it. Sell all the furniture that we just custom ordered. Sell everything and start over in a tiny little condo in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And when I went home and I told Lori that, because it's your biggest fear, you expect the worst reaction, right? She was silent. She paused. She didn't blow up. She didn't call me names. She didn't say I was a loser. She paused. And after a long pause, she looked at me and she said, well, okay, I understand. But I'll tell you what, I am never going to let this happen to us again. And that became the moment that lit a fire under her butt. And that is how she became the Lori Harder that all of you guys know of today. She went on to have the big fitness career and get 10 or 11 different covers of magazines and build the biggest online fitness program at the time before everybody else was doing it and opened a gym and then transformed all of that into self-development and had the first and the biggest women's empowerment event and started that trend. I mean, we are talking exploded. So the first reason that the first thing I share in telling you this story is my fear was what value would I have? What would my wife say? What would she even want from me if I couldn't be the main breadwinner? Cause I put so much pride into that. And instead of her being angry and wanting a divorce or anything like that, it became the fuel that made her follow her destiny. So when your biggest fear comes true, usually what you're really afraid of doesn't actually happen. Something great comes out of it. But hold on, it gets worse, meaning my biggest fear. So what do we do? We get rid of the cars. We're selling everything. I had to put all of our furniture that we just had custom made for this great big house that we had just finished building. I put all the furniture on Craigslist. This was before Facebook Marketplace and watched as car after car pulled up in front of my house, in front of my neighbors, and person after person walked into the home, negotiated for pennies on the dollar, for the couch, for the TV, for the paintings, for whatever, and walked out with our belongings, leaving me with just a little bit of cash in hand. I wanted to get what I could for it all. And as if that wasn't humiliating enough, I was on my hands and knees packing up a box, and there were two moving trucks that pulled up in front. And because Greg, the neighbor across the street, saw the two moving trucks, but he never saw a for sale sign, he came over and he said, Man, what's going on? Why are the moving trucks? Now, remember, I was on my hands and knees packing a box. So Greg is standing over me and I'm on the floor on my hands and knees. He says, man, what's going on? I said, well, Greg, I lost my job. I was the only breadwinner. 
We can't afford to keep the house. And so we short sold it. A short sale is when you make an arrangement to sell it either back to the bank or to somebody else for less than you owe on it, right? And it destroys your credit. So it's not quite a foreclosure, but basically the same thing. I said, so we short sold the home and we had got to be out of here. So we're packing up, we're moving to a little, little tiny condo downtown Minneapolis or uptown Minneapolis. And Greg looks at me. Now remember my biggest fear is not only what would my wife say, but then what value would I have if I didn't have this fancy title and all these things? Greg looks at me and he says, man, what'd you go and do something like that for? Short, you short sold the house. You're going to ruin all the values in the neighborhood now. What are you doing? That was his asshole response to us losing everything and having to start over. He was worried about the home values in the neighborhood. Now, that was even more so than the cars pulling up from the house and taking our furniture. That was the lowest moment for me personally. But you know what? It lit a fire in me where I said, never again. This is never going to happen again. I will never be in this vulnerable position again. I'm going to learn what the true wealthy people do. How do they earn their money? What do they do to accumulate wealth? How do they take care of their money? I'm going to become obsessed with it. And I did. And that obsession with studying everyone who was truly wealthy turned into my drive, my love of entrepreneurship. It turned into creating endless numbers of income sources many of them passive, so that even if I can't work, we've got great income coming in. It turned into me having this show. It turned into so many things that wouldn't exist today, especially the financial security. None of that would exist if I didn't have that rock bottom moment where I had to say, oh, no one's standing above me again and insulting me like this. So again, yeah, my worst fear came true but it was nowhere near as bad as what I thought it would be. And then get this. You know what Lori and I discovered? We were always walkers together as a couple, taking walks in the evenings after work. But because we had no money, we couldn't really afford to go out and do anything when we were starting over. So we started walking more and we would walk a few. And remember, I didn't have a job either. So I had time. So you've got no money, you got time. What do you do? Well, we chose to walk. So we would walk for an hour or two in the morning and talk. And we'd walk for an hour and two, hour or two in the afternoon and talk. And it was on those walks, those countless miles, Lori and I and our dog named Waffles at the time, that we became the most fit we had ever been in our lives. That we had, and I always struggled with like liking my body and feeling fit before that. We became the most fit we had ever been in our lives. We became the closest we had been because we were really far apart during that part of my career because I was so miserable. And it was on those walks where we dreamed and schemed and planned and created her career, created our comeback. It's where we dreamt and then made a plan and, and took action and dreamt again and made a bigger plan and took action. And when our dog Waffles died in spring of 2020, she was 14 years old. And we went back and we did the math as best we could, looking at a calendar. And we figured out that from that time until Waffles died, we had walked 15,000 miles. I would say she's like a good used car. We put 15,000 miles on her. 15,000 miles, you guys. Walking, planning, scheming, getting fit, being healthy, and being close together. All started because my biggest fears actually did come true. And I lost that job. I lost that career. And then... I won't expand as much on this one in the interest of time. 
But then another one of my biggest fears came true. And it was, what would happen if I ever lost a loved one? What would happen if I ever lost my brother, my mom, my dad, a parent, heaven forbid, Lori? Would I collapse? Would I be screwed? How would I handle it? Because we're a really close-knit family. Well, unfortunately, that biggest fear came true too. In June of 2020, we're well into COVID at that point, and I get a phone call from the neighbor up at my parents' house in Wisconsin. He said, Chris, your dad has died. You got to get home right away. Totally out of the blue. My father was the, the happiest, most healthy fit man you had ever seen at 72 years old. So it was a big shock to us, to say the least. So yeah, another one of my biggest fears came true. And it was horrible. I'd give anything to have him back. Anything in the world to have him back right now. I miss him terribly. Matter of fact, as I record this, Father's Day is coming up this weekend. And I know it's going to be a sad, horrible day for me and for my family. It is the worst thing that's ever happened to us a hundred times more than that, that damn job loss during the recession. But guess what happened when that biggest fear came true? My mom and us, we got so much closer. We had to rise the occasion. We had to rally for mom. We had to help with her finances. We had to help with her planning. We spent two months from the day I found out that dad died. We spent two months up in, in Wisconsin on the lake at the home where they were and realized, oh my God, we love summers up there. So now we do summers up there for two months every year. That wouldn't have happened without dad dying. Every year, my brother drives my mom from Wisconsin to Scottsdale where she spends winters and they get those four or five days to bond together and catch up and create memories. And then I drive mom back in the spring from Scottsdale to Wisconsin when it's finally getting warmer in Wisconsin. We spend four or five days, six days on the road together, talking in a car, going to dinners, see, being on an adventure. We'd give anything to have him back. But damn it, we are getting silver linings. We are getting benefits. We are getting extraordinary memories only because he passed away or we wouldn't be doing these things. So whether you're afraid of the economy taking your finances, whether you're afraid of losing your business, whether you're afraid of losing your job, whether you're afraid of your current status, financial status, whether you're afraid of losing somebody, here's what I know. There's not a person on earth that doesn't have their biggest fear. The thing that keeps them up at night. The thing that they worry about. And for many of us, it's going to come true in some version at some point. I hope it never comes true for you. But what I want to drive home is that in case it happens to you, in case your biggest fear actually happens to you, guess what? It's not as bad as you think it's going to be. It's not as difficult as you think it's going to be. It's not as painful as you think it's going to be. And it is going to be the springboard for so many great freaking things, new ways of being, new identities, new muscles, new everything in your life that you aren't going to know what to do if you didn't have that down moment. You're not going to know where you would have been if your biggest fear didn't happen. Trust me, been there, done that twice. And two for two, baby. Great fucking things have come out of it. So don't be afraid. You're going to have up days and down days, up years and down years. You're going to have good times and bad times. But whatever your greatest fear is, I want you to cut it in half. What you're afraid of, I want you to cut it in half, and then I want you to cut it in half again. And then I want you to cut that fear in half again, and I want you to cut it in half again, because that's about what it's going to feel like. Not the big, scary monster that you have built up. And I don't want it to stop you. I don't want it to paralyze you. Set it aside. No, it's not going to be that bad. Roll up your sleeves and go build your dreams. Go build your best life. Go build your best self. 
because you really don't have that much to be afraid of like you think you do. And remember, there's a lot of things you can do to mitigate your worst fears coming true. And if your worst fear coming true is that you're going to lose your, your business or your job or your house or your finances, then I want you to go to joinbeonline.com. Join beonline.com because that's where we teach you how to make an extra income source that is in your control that can be as big as you want it to be it's where we show you everything like how to start your idea how to come up with your product how to build your audience how to make them them loyal to you how to how to build your text list how to package your program how to sell it we have a map to six figures on there if that's your goal it's the best thing we have ever put together in our lives and it's open now for you to get. Go to joinbeonline.com and you'll never have to be afraid of what happens if you lose your job. You'll never have to be afraid of what happens if there's a recession. You'll never have to be afraid of what happens if your worst fear comes true, if your worst fear is around finances or your career. Because when you control your income source, then you control your destiny. And we've taken everything from the time that I lost my job that we've had to figure out and put it into a one-stop shop so that you don't have to go through the same thing. Because the truth is, even though we didn't take care of our finances back then, when I lost my job, had we had just one income source that we controlled, that we grew as big as we wanted, that we created, then we wouldn't have had to go through all of that. And we could have reduced that biggest fear. So if you don't want to go through that right now, hit pause, Go to joinbeonline.com, teach how to be online and make money online. And I promise we got your back and we're going to help you make a lot of extra income. Thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.